everybody, Sunny here. Before we get to the show, I just want to remind you all where you can listen to my podcast, Casa Grande Chats. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more streaming platforms. I'm even on YouTube. With YouTube, just search for Casa Grande Chats, and every episode of my show is up there on YouTube. Then I want to remind you all about my Patreon page. It's a great way to support my show. So go to patreon.com slash Casa Grande Chats, and there's three tiers you can sign up for. So support my show today. Now on with the show. And welcome to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's the Casa Grandes and the Loud House universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 23 of Casa Grande Chats. And we have a very special episode today of Casa Grande Chats because we have four episodes of the Loud House to review today because we had a big bomb of Loud House episodes that just premiered in the U.S. because originally these episodes premiered in the U.K. So now I can officially talk about these episodes as they are coming out during the bomb and I'm releasing this episode on Friday because and then all the episodes will be done in the US so I can finally release this episode reviewing all of the episodes that came out in the bomb but then of course there is another set of episodes that's premiering on Saturday and I thought well I want to split up these episodes because there's this big bomb of episodes that I want to review and they came out first before the two episodes on Saturday so I will review these episodes first and then do a separate episode on the two episodes that came out on Saturday because I'm sure there will be a bunch of news coming out during that time of this week. So I'm reviewing all of the episodes in the Loud House Bomb and then making a separate show to talk about the two episodes that came out on that are coming out on Saturday. So with that being said, let's get into some Casa News! Hey, it's me, Ronnie Ann. If you like the Louds, come meet my family. My mom, my brother, Abuelo, Abuela, Theo Carlos, Tia Frida, my cousins Carlota, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos, and our pet Sergio and Lalo. We are the Casa Grandes. Alright, so the first news item for this week is that there is brand new episodes of The Loud House premiering this Saturday, May 16th. Originally, these episodes were going to premiere during the end of May, but Nickelodeon decided that the ratings have been really well because of the quarantine, so they decided to move these episodes to May 16th, which means we're getting a ton of episodes of The Loud House during this week, which again, which again, which is crazy. So I decided that we'll, that we'll do two separate shows uh, reviewing these episodes because it's a, it's a lot, it's six episodes. I mean, I've reviewed a bunch of episodes in a show before, but that's because when new episodes would come out, I'd be away for school and I wouldn't have a lot of time to review episodes in short episodes, if you know what I mean with that. So I decided I would split them up because it, it, this change was just at the last minute and I was already going to record an episode reviewing The Bomb for The Loud House, so I decided to do that instead. So again, May 16th, this Saturday, there will be two new episodes of The Loud House at 8.30, which are which is a dark and story night at Feast or Family. We talked about a dark and story night last episode with my with my guest uh, Ryan but this week we finally got the synopsis for Feast or Family because the last time we didn't get it so let's talk about the synopsis which is when Luann must enroll in culinary class dad uses it to share his passion for cooking with one of his kids so I I didn't think that this episode was going to have anything to do with cooking and with Luann of all characters I mean 
I, I thought that like if anyone would be, would be a chef in their in the ha- in the Falau family, it would be like Lincoln of all characters. Because you know, in, like in previous episodes, he's helped his dad cook before. But Wayne of all characters, I never expected, and I'm really interested in in this because like it's the next Wayne episode in season four. Uh, because we had one before, and now we have this one. And uh, I know a lot of people pointed out before that Wan and Lynn Sr. seem to have a very close relationship when it comes to them, you know, being interested in puns and stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know that Wan's baked pies before, but baking and cooking are two different things. So now that she's enrolling in culinary class and trying to learn how to cook, I think it'll be a very interesting episode. I don't know how it's going to go down, but I'm very intrigued by it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I love Luann. She's not my, really my, one of my favorite characters at the moment, but I hope that this episode is a good way to show her and Lynn Sr. bonding. I think it'll be very interesting, like, um, when I was listening to Lao Casa Talks when they talked about their previews of these episodes, uh, I think one of them mentioned that it could be the reason that she's taking this culinary class is to kind of cook for Benny. And I would agree on that because Benny did help make macarons for their date. So I imagine that maybe Wayne wants to learn how to cook because if Benny knows how to cook, then she wants to learn how to cook like him. So I think it would be a very interesting episode. But again, like, it's not like we haven't seen the Louds cook in the, in the house before because Lynn Sr. takes this opportunity to share his passion of cooking but his kids know how to cook Lincoln knows how to cook Lynn knows how to, Lynn knows how to cook I think most of the majority of the loud kids know how to cook because of Lynn senior so I'm surprised as to why all of a sudden Wayne taking this cooking class means Lynn senior has finally has a chance to share his passion with somebody because clearly his kids know how to cook I mean I guess he's never really tried to like put his passion of cooking into one of his kids, you know? It's a really interesting way of going about it. I, I, I'm just kind of interested in why did it, why did it took Lynn Senior so long to recognize that, hey, if one of my kids knows how to cook, I can share my love of cooking with them. It doesn't really make any sense to me. But again, like, I think this episode will be a good episode for Wan fans. I'm glad Wan's getting another episode uh, for herself, but I'm just not as interested in it as I would be for the next episode, which is A Dark and Story Night. And a promo did come out for both episodes that are coming out on Saturday, which is A Dark and Story Night and Feast or Family. And oh my gosh, the promo for A Dark and Story Night. If I wasn't already intrigued by this episode's premise already, that promo is insane. Because there's just so much going on in that promo, and I figured it was going to be an episode where the kids were trying to tell a story. But I didn't think it was going to be, like, an episode where I had this idea a long time ago, like, back in 2017 when Read Aloud was announced before we got the synopsis, where I wanted to be where Lola was, tell- was, where Lola was telling fairy tales and she inserted the louds into different fairy tale creatures. And this episode is kind of like that idea I had a long time ago, but it's more like the kids are, I guess, they're portraying themselves as different creatures and stuff. Like, Lynn being, like like a character from Space Jam, <laughs> you know, it's like a rejected Space Jam character, or Luna being the final boss, which I love, uh, Lincoln being a space cowboy, which is really fitting for his character, Lola being the princess, obviously, and Lana being the frog. I think that's really fitting, honestly, but we we, ha- we don't see the other sisters, so I wonder how they're going to play their roles, what Lori's going to be, what uh, Lucy's going to be, you know, when it's probably going to be a Joker of some kind, but I'm really interested in this episode now. I feel like this is going to be a great exercise 
in how the animators and the writers are going to write the characters into a different universe. Because, you know, I'm not a really a huge fan when it came to the two alternate universe episodes they did in the show. Like, White Hair and two of, uh, not two of the boys, one of the boys. So, this is kind of like another AU episode where they're inserting themselves to another universe. But I think it'll be just so much better to where they're telling a story and changing things up and switching around different scenarios and things like that. Because, again, the promo from it just looks so insane. Like, it's going to be such a fun episode. It's such a creative idea. I'm surprised it took them this long to do, a, do an episode like this. But I'm glad they are because, like, I've wanted an episode like this before where they're just telling a story and just putting a twist on it where it's like a different kind of universe and like they're all different characters and stuff i think it'll just be a great episode a great follow-up to homespun because again it's basically homespun 2.0 but in such a better way than just like oh they're sitting around telling past stories they're actually putting their imaginations to the test and actually doing a really imaginative and fun story so i think it'll just be a very crazy episode just for the promo yeah and we and also with the promo we do see some uh clips from um from the uh, from Feaster family, where you see Wan with Lynn Senior, and I think there's one part where Wan is just throwing a fish at the that Wan. Lynn Senior is throwing a fish at Wan, but that's really it. We don't see much from that episode. We see a lot from a Darkest Story Night. Oh, there's one part where Wan is making a cake and it explodes into Lola's uh, Lola's room. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I think they're trying to keep that one a little bit uh, low key secret because they probably don't want to give any away from that episode. But yeah, uh, it has to be Darkest Story Night. I think that's going to be quite an insane episode. I can't wait for it. So I'm happy we got a promo for that one because they are showing a promo for the uh, the bomb episodes, but I didn't expect a double a double promo, but they did. They gave us a double promo, so I uh, can't wait for those episodes. Again, May 16th at 8.30, A Darkest Story Night and Feaster Family. And then let's move on to the next piece of news, which is the Listen Out Loud podcast is back! <laughs> so, um, since I've been gone, the Listen Out Loud podcast has come back with two episodes, actually. So, uh, there's an article talking about the Listen Out Loud podcast and what we can expect from this season of Listen Out Loud. Uh, the article is from Animation World Network, which talks about Listen Out Loud and Cascari Familiar Sounds, even though Cascari Familiar Sounds is on indefinite hiatus, I'm not sure. <laughs> so let's read the article here, which says, Nickelodeon turns up the volume with season three debut of Listen Out Loud with the Loud House podcast. The weekly podcast hosted by Lincoln and his sisters takes fans inside the world of the Louds. Listen Out Loud with the Loud House is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. The podcast series has garnered nearly 10 million streams across platforms in its two seasons. Uh, they also talk about how they're going to do other podcasts for other shows, which is cool. But talking about uh, Listen Out Loud. Listen Out Loud with the Loud House, six episodes through season three available now. In season three, Lincoln and Clyde review their favorite restaurant. Wayne and Betty teach a comedy class. Lucy and the Morticians Club hold a sentence at the cemetery and more. In episode one, Paul Shear, the league, star guest stars as Gus, the residential arcade and pizzeria owner. So, by the way, Wandy fans, you're getting the podcast. Congratulations to Wandy fans out there. I did not expect Wand and Benny to get a podcast together, but there you go. You are getting a podcast, Wandy fans. So, any Wandy fans out there, I'm really excited for you. Uh, and yes, uh, we had the Lincoln and Clyde uh, going against Gus's Games and Grub, the Lucy one, which is coming soon, and the Lola one, which was announced before in the season three trailer. So, it's only six episodes. I'm surprised, so we don't know who else is going to be in there besides Lola, Wan, Lucy, and Lincoln. 
I think that Sam, Luna and Sam are going to have one. I know that was teased a while back. But then we also need to have podcasts for Lily and Lynn Sr. So I'm not sure those are going to be in this season. Because this season is mainly focused on Lincoln and his sisters and their friends. So again, I'm not sure about that. But we've already had two episodes come out. So it's going to be bi-weekly with these episodes coming out every Monday. Because they come out each, each week on Monday. So we had two out and I'll review those in a second. But let's talk about the Casa Grande Familiar Sounds. Because they also talk about that too. Which is six episodes available now. So I guess season one of the Casa Grande Familiar Sounds is always six episodes episodes like how season three of Listen Out Loud is always six episodes so hopefully Cosgrave Familiar Sounds will be back for season two with six episodes but we're talking about here Roddy Ann uh, gives a taste of what it's like to live in a big city with her big, loving, multi-generational Mexican-American family. The podcast features Roddy Ann's tour of the city's hotspots, Hector's musical history of the Cusgrave family, Carl's guide to starting a dog-washing business, and more. Since its December 2019 the launch of the first season has garnered over 1 million streams across platforms. Oh, I'm so happy my Grandes are doing so great, even in podcast form. That's wonderful. Yeah, so again, that podcast has not come back since January, so I assume season one only has six episodes because it seems like season three lists out loud is only having six episodes. Has there only been six episodes in each of the podcast seasons? Is that is that for sure? I'm not really sure because it, it seemed like in season two there was a ton of episodes for each sister. So I'm not sure if each season has each season's had six episodes. But since there's only gonna be six episodes listed out loud this season. I guess that's all. I guess that's the standard now for the podcast. But again, Listen Out Loud is back, and I will review those episodes at, right now. So two came out while I was gone, which was Lincoln and Clyde review Gus's Games and Grub, and the Lola Loud's Pageant Tips podcast. So let's talk about the Click and McCloud one first. So again, Click and McCloud. What can you expect from Click and McCloud? But typical Click and McCloud. You know, like it's always the standard with them. Like it just seems like they always have this, you know, repeating, ongoing situation with these two, where nothing really, you know, changes or is really different about a, a typical Click and McCloud episode in the show. But again, we always need a typical Click and McCloud episode in Loud House because it's because uh, Click and is the main friendship. And this episode was was you know standard Click and, but. You know, I ranted about Flip last episode. You know, I talked about how much I'm not a big fan of Flip. But after House Flip, I can find that Flip has some redeemable qualities to him. But you know what character does not have any redeemable qualities to him? Chandler. They brought back Chandler in this podcast. I'm not even kidding. They brought back Chandler. I, I just... I never thought I would see the. I never thought I would see the day they brought back Chandler. The last time was the last time we saw Chandler in the show was season three, Jeers for Fears, and that episode was like, okay, so Chandler was was like, oh, impressed by Lincoln and Clyde not being scared of of the haunted house. He was like, you want to hang out? And it's like, oh, well, maybe we'll get like kind of a Chandler redemption arc where maybe he's hanging out with Lincoln and realizes he's pretty cool and stuff. No. Chandler is still a jerk, and he took away Lincoln and Clyde's table away from them so they couldn't have it before, you know, Gus's came and gave them a private table in the back of the kitchen. But I can't believe that they decided to bring Chandler back, and I never thought I would hate a character more than Flip, but they found a way. They found a way to make a character even more unlikable than Flip, and that's Chandler. And I swear, if we, have that, if we actually see Chandler again in the show... 
I don't know what to do, man. Because, like, seriously, I can't believe they brought him back. I'm so mad about that, honestly. Like, I was fine with this episode. You know, even Flip makes an appearance. He makes an appearance in the next podcast. I don't care anymore. I'm like, yeah, Flip's in. That's fine. But Chandler, I just, I can't stand him. I can't stand, like, anything about Chandler. And the fact that they brought him back makes me so mad that he was in this episode and he was still a jerk and I just hate that they just forgot everything about Tears for Fears and how he was kind of likable at the end where he was like, oh, you guys are cool. Now he's still a jerk. I mean, it gave me kind of like the way he gave vibes again where it's like, yeah, Chandler's still a jerk so I guess that's how they're going to betray him still that he's still a jerk. And I just didn't like that. I know I'm going on a rant for a second. I should be reviewing the actual podcast. But the fact that they brought Chandler back, I'm just not, no. <laughs> Please don't bring Chandler back ever again in any shape or form. No, just don't. Why'd you do that? Nobody watched Chandler back. I just, yeah, I, we don't. We don't watch Chandler back. Yeah, so please d don't do it again. But they're probably going to do it again. So, you know, I have to accept that. But besides Chandler coming back, Again, typical Click and McCloud episode, what do you expect from them? Standard episode, just them being great together, you know, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, you know, I, I think Matt, my best friend Matt, really liked when uh, Lincoln and Clyde were trying to speak French. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and I really liked how in the end, you know, they, Gus just knew who they were because they were like regulars. And they got their own table in the back in the kitchen where they could eat. And they got their own chocolate lasagna named after them, the Click and McCloud. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, the one thing I found interesting, though, was that Clyde didn't want to play a dance battle with Lincoln because Lincoln always beats him. So it's like, oh, Lincoln's actually pretty good at one of the games. So I, I found that pretty interesting. But other than that, it was, you know, pretty standard, pretty good. And also, again, the introduction of Asher is voicing Lincoln, and he's now officially voicing Lincoln in the podcast now. And it was really great to hear Asher as Lincoln in these podcasts because, you know, we, we've already heard them on the vlogs. So now we've heard him in the podcast. It's great. Again, good episode, pretty standard. Uh, like, that really, I probably won't go back to it and watch, listen to it again because of Chandler, but it was still pretty good. But the next one, I absolutely loved. Lola Loud's pageant tips. Now, we were teasing this episode, we, we teased, they teased this episode in the trailer where they talked about uh, Lincoln helping Lola at a pageant. And I wish that this could have been a real episode of the show. Why they didn't make this a real episode of the show is beyond me. This episode was so great. I love the relationship between Lowell and Lincoln. They're one of my favorite sibling pairings. To have these two together and Lincoln continuing to be Lola's pageant coach is great continuity. And the fact that Lincoln was there supporting Lola and encouraging her and helping her in this episode really just, really just, you know, like it, 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 it showed to me again why I love Lincoln so much as a character, especially being a great brother to his siblings. And the fact that he was really just supportive of her and, you know, she was, like, upset about losing her, uh, like, her, like, her twirling, twirly wand or something, something she was going to use in the competition. And she was upset and Lincoln was like, you know, this isn't the Lola Loud I know. She wouldn't give up and Lola kept telling him, oh, you don't have to be a coach anymore. And he's like, no, this is your brother talking to you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like... I just love how supportive Lincoln is of Lola in this podcast. And I really, really wish they could have made this an actual episode. Like, this is a fantastic premise. And also, I love that we finally got to hear Lindsay Sweetwater in the show. And she's voiced by Jessica, because it obviously kind of sounds like Lynn. But uh, it was it was so wonderful. Like, I love the relationship with Lincoln and Lola. I think it's so strong and great and... 
Again, I wish this could have been an actual episode of the show. It was so good. I've listened to it like maybe three times now. It's that great. So if you want to listen to the podcast, which you should, but I totally recommend the Little Loud episode because her and Lincoln are such a great dynamic together in this episode. And I can't wait for the rest of them. You know, I can't wait till we get that Wham one probably next week or the Lucy one whenever we get those. But I thought that the Lola one was just a strong episode because again, Lola can never fail in anything that she does. But the fact that they paired up with Lincoln and just made such a great, strong episode about their sibling dynamic was wonderful. I absolutely loved it. So it was a great one. Really, really great one. So again, if you haven't listened to the new season of Listen Out Loud, Season 3, go listen to it right now. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast, it's up there now. Go listen to the new season. It's great. And speaking of Apple, (laughs) this came out of nowhere. So apparently on Apple Music and Spotify and streaming services, any music streaming service you you can listen to, they now have an official release of the Loud House theme and end credit song. Nickelodeon. What took you so long? <laughs> like, first you release Real Live Music, uh, the album, that's like, what took you so long on this? Now you have it, now you officially release the Loud House Steve song, of, like, official release. It took you this long to do this? Like, seriously? Like, we've had the Casa Grande theme song since last year. Why did it take you so long to have the Loud House theme? Well, I guess they assumed that. I guess they said, well, we finally released the Loud Music soundtrack. We have the Casa Grande theme song. We should release the Loud House theme song. Because we have the Casa Grandes. We should have the Loud House. So now you can listen to the full theme song and edit credits on Apple uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to music. I mean, most of us have heard the theme song by now. But having an official release is just as great. So again, go listen to that and go download it if you want to listen to the Loud House theme and edit credit song. Then in other news, we have heard that Ultimate Hangout has been delayed again <laughs> to June 9th. The uh, the ne- next comic that was coming out that was supposed to be this month is is delayed till till June. Hopefully we finally get it because <laughs> this is the second time in a row it's been delayed, which is the first time a, a comic has been delayed twice in a row. I know it's probably because of this whole pandemic, which doesn't really help that fact, but it is kind of crazy how it's been de- delayed till June. So let's hope that this this uh, comic is worth the wait if it's being delayed twice. <laughs> but you know, again, so Ultimate Hangout is delayed, but they did, but uh, Paper Cuts did post a a preview of of a uh, Ultimate Hangout. Only one preview of it, which which has Lincoln and Lynn Senior. But Lynn Senior is dressed up as a magician or like a wizard sort of thing. So. He's kind of, I guess he's going to play D&D or something. I think this is the way that they're going to have, like, Lynn Senior probably leave the story. Because, again, this this story is mainly focused on Lincoln and his friends hanging out in his house. And the sisters go away to do other stuff. So I'm wondering if, like, Lynn Senior has to go and maybe play D&D with some of his buddies. Or maybe he stays to play with D&D with Lincoln, I don't know. Like, because to me, I don't think he's going to be in the story. Because of right now, we only know it's Lincoln and his friends you know, this friend group, so I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it is nice to finally get a preview from this comic. We've, we've not seen anything from this except for the cover, so to have some clue about what this comic's going to be about, I'm really intrigued by, so again, you know, it's coming out June 9th, it's been delayed, but when we get it, I know it'll be a good comic, and I will, will review it when it does come out, and I get it, so. Then, in other news, 
the Loud House Instagram posted some stuff on their story about the new episodes that are coming out this week, the bomb episodes, which I've already seen. But then at the end of the um, the story, they posted this, which says, uh, ready for more Loud House fun, the Loud House Smarty Pants Challenge, swipe up to play the Loud House Smarty Pants Challenge. So there's this uh, game, I guess, is coming out. It's the Loud House Smarty Pants Challenge, which they already did this with SpongeBob, where I think it was like you you opened up the Nickelodeon Screens Up app and there was like a bunch of questions that would appear when a Spongebob episode would play and I guess you would like click on which answer was correct. And I thought it was today. I tried to play it today, but I don't think it's ready. So I'm not sure why they announced it and wouldn't tell us when they're going to do it. So hopefully they give us an actual announcement of when they're going to do this game because I tried to play it and it didn't nothing happened. I, I looked on the Screens Up app to see if there was like a button or somewhere you could like click to play the Loud House Smarty Pants thing, but it wasn't there. So I guess they're just announcing it now and they're probably going to tell us when they're going to be doing this. So that's, that's pretty fun. You know, hopefully it's like, you know, a bunch of trivia questions. You respond to that when you're watching the episodes. So that seems pretty fun. I know they did that for, um, I think in 2018 when they had the uh, New Year's Eve um, special, like, they did a bunch, when well, they did, did the New Year's Eve marathon, they had that where you could respond to episodes and trivia and stuff, you could do, like, little memes and stuff like that, I remember that, so, hopefully, uh, we'll find out when this is going to be and when we can play the game on the Nickelodeon Screens Up app, you gotta download that on your phone, it is an app, you gotta download if you wanna play this game, whatever it happens on Nickelodeon. Then, this actually got announced, I think, two days ago, that your kid can get a free birthday call from your favorite Nickelodeon characters if you join the Nickelodeon Birthday Club. And one of the one of the characters you could get a birthday call from is Lincoln Loud. <laughs> so um, the oldest you could be is born in 2007. So but so if you have like a brother or sister, like a younger sibling that like wants to hear like Lincoln Loud say happy birthday to you definitely sign up to do this because I think it's a really neat idea because it is Lincoln telling you like how uh like he is it's Lincoln saying your name and then he tells you like uh plans on how to spend your birthday and stuff it's a really cute idea so again if you have like a younger sibling that wants to hear this call or if you want to hear it and just like put in your younger sibling's name I listened to it on the birthday club you can hear a preview of Lincoln Lau saying happy birthday to you and it's really adorable so again if you have a younger sibling that wants to hear Lincoln Lau say happy birthday to you try this thing out it's on the Nickelodeon birthday club and there's, they also have Spongebob and other characters too but mostly focus on the Loud House here so make sure that if you want to hear what allows to have a birthday to your sibling or even you, if you're listening, if you're younger, then totally check it out. Then the final piece of news is YouTube updates. Let's do some YouTube updates. So the last time I had talked about the Loud House and Casa Grande YouTube page, they've uploaded three videos this week, which are Roddy and Abuela's Best Dishes, which is highlighting all the dishes that Abuela makes in the show, all the food she makes in the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. I thought that was a really neat idea because you can actually get to see how some of the how, how some of the dishes she makes are spelled or pronounced and stuff. I thought that was a really neat idea. Then we had the best Loud House and Casa Grande sing-along moments which I think, I thought they had already done a video like this before. I swear they've done this something like this before, where they highlight all the songs. I think it was the Heartwarming Moments video. They did the same thing, where they just, they just highlighted all the songs that are in the show. But it was still neat to get this. You know, I love the songs in the show. I, I love the thumbnail, 
where they have Luda and Roddy and Siggy in there, and I just kind of wish this could have been an actual episode where it's like a crossover with the Loud Cascarade singing. I know we got that before, but in last Thanksgiving, but Roddy and wasn't singing in that part. She was she was kind of like absent for that entire sequence except for the end. So if we do ever ever get a loud ha- like ever get a lousy Casagrande duet again, please include Roddy in this time. <laughs> anyway, and then um we also got every Wan loud prank ever, which was uh <clears throat> which was released on Mother's Day of all days <laughs> like I thought they were gonna do like a Mother's Day guide I know they did it last year but it's just funny that they did every wham prank ever on Mother's Day I'm surprised they didn't do it on April Fool's Day <laughs> I guess they had it for April Fool's Day and they, they just they delayed it so you know it's every prank that she's done I think they did this video a long time ago I think I've seen it before so it's just a re-upload. And then, this week, we also had more of the How to Draw series, which we had Sid Chang! We finally had a How to Draw Sid! Took them a while, but we finally did get Sid, so they, they so uh, we got that as well. So those are all, so those are all the YouTube updates. So yeah, that's all the news for this week from the Loud House and the Casagrandes. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about all the episodes in the recent bomb that came out, which are Sister Act, House Flip, Don't You Forget About Me, and Tough Cookies, in that right order of the U.S. release, not the U.K. release. We're doing the U.S. release when we come back. Big familia. Every day here is my favorite dia. One big house in our family store. Food and laughter y mucho amor. Tíos, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Sundays and Mondays, they're all fun days when you're with the Casa Grande. Mucha vida. Casa Grande. Bienvenida. Casa Grande. Mucha risa. Casa Grande. All familia. Waking up to the rumbling train, the city sounds that fill my brain. Hitting the street and grabbing my board, it's a big city, so much to explore. Hanging on the block, skating at the park, it's totally fun from dawn till dark. Mercado below me, amiga above, our casa grande is full of love. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos, a dog, a parrot, amigos, we're one big family now. And we are back to talk about the brand new episodes of The Loud House that came out in The Bomb, which are Sister Act, House Flip, Tough Cookies, and the big finale, which is Don't You Forget About Me. So let's talk about the first episode, which is Sister Act. To get out of doing things they don't like, Lana and Lola secretly switch places and pretend to be each other. So... I'm surprised it took us till season four to get an episode like this with Lana and Lola. And I thought this was a very charming episode. Like, the fact that Grey voicing Lana and Lola had to do impressions of herself as Lana and Lola, I thought was super charming. Like, the fact that she was, like, basically the only person that really talks in this episode, has dialogue in this episode, is crazy to me because none of the other siblings get dialogue in this episode. The, other, the only other characters that get dialogue in this episode are Lynn Sr. and Rita. The siblings take a backseat for Lana and Lola to take the spotlight. 
I thought that was really interesting because, you know, I thought one of them would have pointed out how Wanda and Lola are switching places or how they're acting and stuff. But no, most of the time, they were just switching places into different situations that Wanda and Lola want, didn't want to do. Like, I know that Lola didn't want to go to the doctor and Lana didn't want to go to the dentist, but then they decided to switch with that. But then one of the other got sick and one of them had bad teeth and stuff, so they had to tell Lynn Sr. and Rita that they had switched places for the day. And again, I thought this was a very great episode just for Grey and how she was able to act as both Lana and Lola for an entire episode. Because again, like, the last time we had a twins episode was that one episode of season two where they were, like, competing for the, um, for the badge, like, the Girl Scout badge or something. I'm patching things up. I almost forgot about it. patching things up. But we also had the Lincoln Clyde subplot which made no sense in that episode, but it was there, you know? So a lot of Lola weren't really the stars of the episode. We're here. They're the main focus of the switching places and doing different things that each of the sister, each of the twins don't want to do. And I thought that was a really interesting idea. It kind of came out of nowhere, just the fact of like, oh, you kind of look like me. Let's switch for a day. Okay. <laughs> like, it, it was kind of random, but I thought it was such a real, a real fun episode. Just a great idea for the twins because because again, we've had four seasons, and yet we haven't had an episode like this that we should have had, like, ages ago. Like, it really reminded me of Cover Girls from season one. Like, a smaller version of Cover Girls, in a way. But I really liked how, again, it was, the focus was on Lana Lola, and they really, you know, there was a lot going on this episode with, you know, Grey, again, you know, speaking as herself, like, impersonating herself as her other character. I think it was so funny how she do impersonations of her actual character of herself, which is really funny. So, again, I thought this was a really great episode for Lana and Lola and how, again, in the end, they had to tell their parents that they were lying and switching places and they had to learn from they shouldn't, you know, switch places because even though they don't want to do certain things, they're going to get their comeuffins at the end, you know, with, with switching places and having someone else do something for them that they don't want to do. It was kind of interesting with that, but yeah, I really liked this episode. I think it's what I think it's probably my second favorite of this bond is because Lo and Lana are both great characters together with the twins. I love the twins. So it was great to finally get a twin episode from the show. Then let's talk about House Flip. After causing Flip to get hurt, the kids sneak him into the attic to care for him without mom and dad knowing. So I remember I talked about this episode, how I thought this was such a generic plot, such a generic episode, how I don't like Flip, and I thought this episode was gonna be really bad. I will say that this episode was not bad. It could have been a, it could have been terrible, you know, like anything of this episode could have been terrible. But it wasn't bad. It was mediocre at best, really. <laughs> like I, it was, it was fine. I don't really think it was a great episode. Like I remember when people watched it, a lot of people, a lot of my friends had told me they thought it was a really funny episode. Like it was so funny. I didn't really laugh at any part except maybe the part where they were, like, trying to cover up for, you know, Flip being there and stuff. And even the part where, like, Flip made his own version of the Loud House and Lincoln and Lincoln and Lan and Luna were dressed up in different costumes. And Lincoln goes, whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. But I felt like... I don't know. It felt like a weird premise with the idea of the kids being the one that caused Flip to get hurt. So they kind of like hide him from the parents. And, you know, in the end, they found out that Flip was, you know, taking care of, uh, like, they, they found out that they were taking care of Flip. But Flip kind of stood up for them. Like, he was like, 
you know, they actually were good kids. They took care of me. That was like, oh, like, Flip actually stood up for them. Like, I know at one point he did kind of threaten to tell the parents, but he really didn't do anything ma majorly threatening this episode, you know? Like, he really didn't threaten the kids as much as I thought he would be, or take, like, or, like, you know, like, you know, torture them with stuff. He was only doing that because he found out that, 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 he only did that because he found out that the kids were hiding him from their parents. And the way they went about this episode with the whole fact of that Lori is a terrible driver... I don't know if I really believe that because the fact that the, like the parents are like, Lori, if you if you if you continue to be a terrible driver like this, we're gonna take away your license. It's like, Lynn Senior, Rita, you parents, you guys should know, you of all characters should know that you have eleven kids. I would understand if you get distracted from time to time, especially with Lori taking all taking all of her siblings somewhere. It's all loud and crazy. Why are you being mad at her for? You probably know this better than she does. You know, you probably understand what she's going through. But it's like, one more this one more time you destroy something and we take away your license. Like, wow. Like, I never thought that Lizzie Dere would be very strict, you know, about this. It was just a weird way of going about the premise of this episode. But even at the end, Lindsay and Rita were the one that caused Flip to get hurt again in the first place. So they kind of got their comeuffins in the end too with that. So it was just weird. It was just a weird way to set up the plot with the fact of, oh, well, if they, you know, if they got, cause a mess again, Lori's going to take away her driving, they're going to take away her driving privileges. And I'm like, that's how they're going about it? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, again, it could have been a really terrible episode. Like, the way I heard about this plot, I was like, oh, this is so generic. I've seen this a million times before. And it could have been so bad because it came with Flip. But it really wasn't bad. It was just mediocre at best. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll go back to this episode ever again. I really didn't enjoy it as much as I've heard everybody else enjoying it. I thought it was just, again, a mediocre episode. But again, I'm glad it wasn't a terrible episode as I thought it was going to be. I'm glad it, it, the execution was fine. I thought, you know, I thought the part where they, like, had Flip on top of the house, on top of the van was funny, I guess, but I don't know. It was just okay. It was fine. I don't think I, re I really need another Flip episode again, but if they're gonna do another one, they probably will, and I'll be fine with that. But again, mediocre episode, probably not, it's probably, I, I think it's my least favorite this week. Not a great one, but again, just, just mediocre. And then let's talk about Tough Cookies. Lincoln and Clyde start their own cookie making business and find that it's a lot more work than they realize. So again, talking about like the podcast, you, we always have to get the typical Click and McCloud episode. And, you know, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Um, again, what I mostly say for Click episodes. And I really love the sequence of them, you know, imagining they were the king, the cookie kings of royal woods. And like, I love their, like, just their sequence of that with them being the kings and like the, the random cookie coming out and kind of like Willy Wonka vibes kind of thing and I found it interesting the way that they went about this episode with how it was just like random that Clyde made cookies and everybody adored them so they're like let's make a cookie business okay and so they thought that like making all the cookies would be you know really easy but then they tried to uh, hire their friends as employees and that didn't go well and you know they they, they in the end had to give everybody the cookies that they made, which probably weren't as good as they should be, and I thought that maybe, I thought in the end, everybody would be upset that they didn't make the cookies right, but 
they didn't get punished, which I'm so glad they didn't, because most of the time with Quicken episodes, they do get punished in the end. But the way they went about this episode and the ending was really good, how no nobody was really mad at them for taking their time and stuff. And, you know, I thought it was okay. I don't think it was a really great episode, honestly. Just, again, like, like not mediocre, like, house flip, but just standard, like, fine, in the middle, okay episode for Lincoln and Clyde. I feel like if they do something like this again, maybe it'll be foreshadowing Lincoln and Clyde eventually doing their own business when they're older. Because, again, this is just a better version of Lincoln Loud Girl Guru. Because they did, they, did, they did the business in that episode as a school project. Whereas here, they just kind of did it out of the blue. Because <laughs> they were like, oh, everybody loves their cookies. Although, like, I love the highlights of Lynn and Lisa in this episode. Because they're the only sisters that appear. And I love the part where, like, the, Lincoln tried to hire his sisters to work for them. And Lincoln was like, my sisters were too busy. <laughs> like, I, I, I found that funny. That's how they had to write the sisters out of the episode. Which is like, they're too busy to help their brother. It reminds me of um, Picture Perfect from season two. Where, like, Lincoln tried to ask the sisters to help him with the pictures. Not Picture Perfect. Um, What was it? Oh. The whole picture? The whole picture, I'm sorry. Yes, the whole picture in season two. Wicked tried to ask the sisters to help him with the pictures, and they were like, ah, oh, we're too busy. Uh, yeah, that's how they had to write the sisters out of the episode. So, but it, but yeah, Lisa and Lynn did appear. I loved Lisa being creepy. <laughs> like, she was, like, spying on them the whole time. Like, I love Lisa. Lisa's great when she can be funny, you know, like, I, that was really funny, like, with her. And Lynn appearing for a bit. With that, I thought that was good. But yeah, I thought it was just, it was okay. You know, not one of my favorite Quicken episodes. I think there's a lot more better Quicken episodes than this one. But, you know, we have to have the typical Quicken episodes in every season. So, you know, I'll take it because, you know, my boy Lincoln finally got a focus episode, even if it's with Clyde. So I'll take it. So, you know, I thought it was pretty standard, pretty good, you know. It was nice to see Yo Stella and the gang with them for a bit. They weren't there that long really in the episode. I thought they were going to be in it longer, but they weren't in there for too long because they just decided to quit, which was kind of strange. <laughs> like, it was like, like, even Stella's not good at cooking and Rusty, Liam, and Zach are just, like, not good at all, so they're just like, let's quit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty just standard good episode. Pretty decent, you know, just decent episode. Finally, we get to the episode that has a lot to talk about with it. Don't you forget about me. Which is a reference to the song "Don't Don't You Forget Don't You Forget About Me" from the '80s. If you didn't know that, <laughs> if you if watched the Breakfast Club, that's the song that it's referenced to. And by the way, Sarah Johnson made this great storyboard title card for this episode, which I would have loved with Lenny dancing, like kind of like dressed in the '80s of the song. So every time I look at this, you know, title, that song just pops in my head. So I kind of wish we would have gotten that title card. But the title card we did get is, is very appropriate to the episode. But talking about it. Hit by the realization that her big sister will be going off to college soon, Lenny tries to thwart Lori's plans. So let's talk about the episode at hand. Let's talk about the main plot of this episode, which is Lenny realizing Lori's going to go off to college. Now, I found, found it kind of interesting that the other siblings didn't have this realization and they're not really feeling this way about Lori going to college, whereas Lenny is. 
because Lenny is the second oldest, and she's realizing that her older si sister, and her best friend, mind you, is going away to college and eventually moving, so she feels like she's gonna, you know, so Lenny feels like she's losing her best friend, someone that she always hangs out with and spends time with, and feels like that if Lori moves away, they won't talk anymore. And so Lenny gets this idea to, you know, sabotage let Lori's plan to go to Fairway by dressing up as her and trying to get her scholarship taken away from her. Which I found pretty strange for Lenny's character. I never thought she would do something like that. But it is appropriate to that because, again, Lenny's thinking more about her um, feelings versus Lori's feelings of going to Fairway. Because Lenny's trying to convince Lori how bad Fairway is and the clothes are bad and, you know, you know and the rooms are bad and stuff. And then she eventually goes too far where she dresses up as Lori to convince the people at the, the college that Lori shouldn't have the scholarship. Then in the end, Lenny realizes what she's done because Lori tells her that every night she's going to like video chat with her and talk to her and still have time to talk because she says that mom will get them an unlimited plan to talk to each other. Then Lenny's like, I'm the one that took away your scholarship. I should not have done that because I thought I'd be losing my best friend. And Lori tells her that she's not going to lose her. You know, they're always going to talk. They're always going to be close, even if she's far away. And I thought that was a really touching moment between the two because again, I've been in that situation before where, you know, I've moved away, you know, I, I went, my first college I went to was six hours away from home, and I remember just feeling really depressed and upset because I missed my family so much, because I wasn't so, I wasn't close to them anymore, I was really far away, and I wouldn't see them until, like, the end of the semester. <laughs> I mean, I still talked to them on the phone and stuff, but I still felt kind of lonely knowing that I was moving away from them for a bit, and I didn't like being, away, being six hours away from my family, so of course I ended up moving to a closer college. But the fact that, like, Lori is going to be moving three hours away. I mean, she's three hours away versus six hours away. But, you know, the fact that she's moving three hours away and eventually is going to leave the family and Lenny is going to have to take over is a crazy thing to think about. It's going, it's coming so fast for Lenny. She's not ready for this. She's not ready to take on this responsibility. And I hope, um, you know, in the future of season five or season six or however long the Loud House goes, you know, Lori trains Lenny to get ready to be responsible. Because, you know, Lenny can be responsible. She has a job now. She was, you know, a man, the furniture at her job in one episode. So Lenny can take charge. So when Lori does eventually move out, if we ever see that, and they continue with Lenny being the now older sibling and, the, and being in charge of the family when Lenny, when Lori eventually moves, it's going to be a very interesting take on that. Because, you know, in GarageBand, when Lori just moves to the garage, the entire family just fell apart. So when Lori just officially moves out three hours away, I don't know how the family's going to feel. The family's going to just, like, fall apart in that, and Lenny's going to have to be the one to, to step up and take charge. So it'll be kind of interesting to see Lori kind of train her in the future to take on that role. And I'm glad that Lori, you know, would never forget Lenny, never forget her, her best friend, and always being there for her, even when she moves out. It's a really sweet moment between the two, and I absolutely love it. It really did touch me on that, because I understand what Lenny's gone through, you know, missing a loved one when they move away way it's a really sad thing to think, think about you know and the fact that again Lori's told her and reassured her that everything's gonna be okay and they'll still talk from time to time is absolutely wonderful so you know I, I really didn't like Lenny's actions of going too far to dress up as Lori and tell the people at the college that she doesn't want to go there anymore but you know with Lenny I could understand that 
her actions went too far, thinking more about herself versus thinking about Lori's future, and how Lori loves Fairway, it's perfect for her, with her going to college and stuff, and, go, and you know, playing golf and things like that. So Lenny realized that, that she had to put her, she had to put Lori before herself, and I thought that was a really great way of going about that. So I loved the core of this episode was just Lenny realizing that Fairway is perfect for Lori and she has to let Lori go, but Lori would never forget about her, will always talk, talk to her even when she's away. But I know a lot of you out there are thinking, Sonny, we know exactly what you want to talk about with this episode. <laughs> and you would be correct. Let's, 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 let's talk about the one thing I do want to talk about this episode. The Return of Ronnie Yan. So, <laughs> I had no expectations for this episode whatsoever. None at all. I had nothing about this episode at all. And I've learned with The Loud House to have no expectations for any episode whatsoever. Even if I think about things, I predict about th I predict things, I think about things, I've had cannons, I've tried and tried and learned that with this show, you cannot have expectations because if you do think about things too hard, they won't go your way. And if you don't think about things too, too hard, they will go your way. Because I did not think for any moment of this episode that we were going to see the Casa Grandes in this episode. And this was going to be the official next crossover of the Loud House of the Casa Grandes. I did not think that at all. But then as I was watching the episode... Yeah, I was watching the episode, and then, like, they're talking about how, like, you know, Lori, Lori's very hesitant about going to Fairway, which I absolutely loved. I loved how Lori was still thinking about if Fairway was perfect for her, because I had this, these real life, these expectations of how she was like, oh, I'm so determined to go to Fairway, I love it, I want to go, I'm ready, but I'm glad they had a real, the realistic route where she was still hesitant about going, because they haven't visited the school yet, so they should visit the school. So when they do decide to visit the school, Lincoln says, you know, Ronnie Ann has told me that her Tio Carlos has been guest lecturing there. Maybe we can meet up with her. And I had to pause the episode. I had to pause the episode and just look at that moment and be like, wait a minute. Did Lincoln just mention Ronnie Ann in the main show? Did, did he actually say that? Did he actually mention Ronnie Ann of all characters in the main show? And you guys know I've been begging for this for, for, for so long. I've mentioned it so many times that I've wanted Lincoln to mention Ronnie Ann in the main show. And I've waited four years, four seasons of this show for Lincoln to finally mention Ronnie Ann on the side in an episode that I wasn't even expecting her to be in. I didn't even know she was going to appear. I just thought that he meant to draw the side. Okay, so what he did, I, my mind was blown. I was like, are the crew listening to me? Have they heard me? Do they know what I want? Have, ha, ha, did I predict this? Did I, what? <laughs> like, I didn't think that there was going to be any time in the show that Lincoln was going to mention Ronnie and to his family, mind you, like, on the side, in any sort of way in the main show. Because he, because you know Lori. Lori mentions Bobby so many times. She even mentions Bobby in uh, House Flip for the first time since Washed Up in Season 4. She mentioned Carol. Oh my god, I forgot to mention that. She mentions Carol in House Flip. When she's talking about, um, she's talking about, uh, 
like she's she's trying to distract a Lid Senior Rita, so she sh- she shows pictures of Carol. I'm so glad they remember Carol. I'm glad they met, they mentioned Carol. But but back to this episode, I just can't believe that they actually had Lincoln mention her because I never thought they would do that. Never ever. Ever at all. Not in the episode she appears in. I know she appears in the episode, but I'm saying, like, I did not think she was going to appear in the episode. So thinking about her not appearing in the episode, let's just say she didn't. The fact that he did is crazy to me. Like, I never thought they would do it. And the fact that, that the fact that they finally did, they finally had him mention her in the show, is, a, is like a victory to me. I've been wanting this for so long. Thank you, Lighthouse Crew. Thank you. Thank you for making my dreams come true. I can cross that off the list. I can cross it off the list that Lincoln finally mentioned Ronnie in the main show. I mean, no, don't stop doing it. Don't just say the one done. No, still make that happen. But I'm saying I crossed it off. I finally got what I've been waiting for for four years in this fandom. Hopefully this means that Ronnie had mentioned Lincoln in, in the spinoff. Please. Begging you. That's the next thing. So we can cross that off the list. But... Oh my god. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm like... But then... <laughs> The bigger thing happens where Roddy Ann appears in this episode. This is the crossover, folks. This is the episode that Isabel's been telling us that she has appeared in the Loud House. This was the episode. I didn't think it was going to be this episode, but it is. This is the episode that Roddy Ann finally comes back in the Loud House. And we didn't think that Roddy Ann was going to come back in the Loud House until Isabella told us. Isabella kept teasing us that she was going to come back in the Loud House. And here she is with, with Carlos. Carlos appears for a bit. And I just love that Roddy Ann is with the Lau family. Like, this is the, like, seeing her next to the Lau family is so crazy to me. Like, I just, I couldn't believe that I was seeing this with my very own eyes. And Carlos addressing the Lau's, but he was like, it's great seeing you, Lau's. Like, like, oh my god. (laughs) Like, it was just so amazing to me. And again, like, Lincoln was the one that wanted to hang out with Roddy Ann. Like, he was so excited to see her. And then Roddy Ann told Lori that Bobby couldn't show up because he got stuck in the Mercado. I love that we had that little interaction between Lori and Roddy Ann. Even for a bit, I love that. But then, Lincoln and Roddy Ann decide to go off by themselves to go, to go record skate videos. Now, mind you... This is a family trip. This is a family trip. The loud, ha- the louds are going here to Fairway for Lori specifically, and Lincoln decides I'm just gonna go over on the end. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna spend time with my family in Fairway to like support my sister going here. Nah, I'm just gonna go hang out with Ronnie Ann. and I absolutely love this. Okay, so this is another thing I've been wanting for the show for a long time when I talked about my Roddy Kin episode. I just wanted to see more interactions between Lincoln and Roddy and in the show and seeing their friendship develop and bloom and just grow and just do stuff in the background. And that's what they did this episode. They were just in the background skating, like Roddy was just skateboarding and Lincoln was recording her. And I actually had this idea like a very long time ago where I had Lincoln like coaching Roddy for a skating competition and he was helping her by recording her on his phone. But he, had, but he, but she brought like an old-fashioned camcorder, or which I never thought kids would still use. But I guess when it comes to the Casa Grandes, they're a little more old-fashioned. When you see like their furniture, like they have like the old-fashioned TV and stuff, I assume they have a lot more old-fashioned things. So the fact that like Roddy and brought an old-fashioned camcorder for Lincoln to use was really interesting to me. But again, like they're just in the background, just hanging out with each other. This is exactly what I've wanted for four years in this show. It's looking at Roddy and just hanging out and being best friends like she came 
to hang out with him and he wanted to hang out with her and just record videos of her skateboarding all over the campus. This is exactly what I wanted from the relationship, you know? As much as I love, as much as I do love their focus on their relationship in episodes, I feel like in most cases we don't really get to see them in the background just hanging out and doing stuff together. And, you know, I love Horoscope, great episode, top tier, but again, I love seeing just them just being best friends in the background and just developing their relationship, and this is exactly the best way you could do it. Now, I know most, most people have said this part, the, 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 the Roddy Kid part wasn't necessary to the episode. I agree, it wasn't necessary to the point of the episode, I know, but it was such a warm and great welcome, I say that. Like, just the fact that they had them in the background just hanging out with each other, and just, you know, again, two kids are just running around campus recording videos. Like, I'm surprised that nobody on the campus was, like, questioning this, or, like, being like, why are there two kids just running around campus recording videos? Like, this is just, like, a normal thing they see every day. Like, nobody questioned that. And, um... You know, I just, I love at the end of the, um, at the end of the part with Wicked and Ronnie Ann, where Ronnie Ann's looking over the footage and she says, these, these, uh, um, she says, like, um, these shots are great, Lincoln, too bad you got all messed up, and he says, it was worth it. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> because, you know, throughout the episode, Lincoln is getting really damaged, like, he's getting torn up, like, hit, and running around, like, and tripping over stuff, and, you know, like, he got spaghetti all over his head and stuff. Even at one point, Roddy Ann actually protects Lincoln from a golf ball that's gonna hit him, even though it wasn't gonna hit him, but, but, but at first, I thought Roddy Ann punched him, but no, she was just pushing him out of the way, kind of, like, it, I was like, honey, you got the right idea, but next time, don't push him that hard. <laughs> but she used her skateboard as a shield, so I thought, so I, so she was protecting him from the golf ball, and I'm like, oh, look at that character development, she's protecting him, that's so sweet, but I just, I love at the end when he said it was worth it, like, you know, again, Lincoln was, like, getting real damage in this episode, like, you know, like, real bad, he could have quit at any time, but no, the, and, and even Ronnie felt bad, she felt bad that he was getting hurt so much, she was like, I'm sorry you got all banged up, but he was like, it was worth it, like, she looks at him like, you know, she, like, really feels bad, like, she's kind of worried about him, but then when he says it was worth it, she has this really relieved look, and it's like, oh my god, my babies! Oh. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, he loves her so much! You know, she, he would take a hit for her. Like, it really reminds me of April Fool's Rules, when, like, you know, Lincoln, like, stopped all the pranks of Roddy and would get pranked. Even though in that scenario, it was the season one you know, thing where, you know, he didn't want her to get to, to be mad at him. Whereas here, it's not like he's gonna, not, it's, it's where he actually is doing so much for her because he really just loves spending time with her. And I think that's just so wonderful. Like, it's, again, it was just a small part, but they were in the episode a lot. Like, they were in the background just, like, running around with each other. Like, it was just so great just to get those little moments with them. And, you know, just, again, that part where he was just saying it was worth it, like, it just really shows how much Lincoln really loves spending time with Roddy Ann. Like, again, in Horoscope, he went to the city because his mom had a meeting, and he probably told his mom that he wants to go hang out with Roddy Ann, so that's what he did. And then this episode, they're gonna go to Fairway, so Lincoln's like, oh yeah, like, her Tio Carlos is, like, guest lecturing there. That's a, that's, that's a great opportunity to go hang out with her again. Any time that Lincoln gets the opportunity to hang out with Roddy Ann, 
he takes it and I absolutely love that like I love how much he really loves spending time with her and how much their friendship really does mean to him in that way and again like Ronnie and showed up too Ronnie and showed up to spend time with him so again it shows how much her how much their friendship means to her too and how much they love spending time with each other and again like it was just a wonderful surprise to get them together again because I've been waiting to see Ronnie can again after horoscope I was like they're building up to something of a horoscope but then seeing this seeing them just being best friends just hanging out with each other just in the background again like Lincoln took the opportunity to hang out with her not with his family but just hanging out with Ronnie in the entire episode it's just them like just recording videos together that's what I've wanted I've wanted to see more of their friendship and relationship in the show and I really hope we get to see more of this. Now, I know most people have said, let's not do it again, like, in an episode that's, like, that's, like super duper important. And I'm like, I know, I know. Let's get it in an actual episode that kind of ties in with the plot, because I get it, it wasn't tied in with the plot. But I feel like, and hear me out here, I feel like it is tied to the plot only because with Fairway, if Lori is eventually moving to Fairway, you know, she's gonna, she's probably gonna be in the Casa Grande season too, we all know that. But in most cases, the Louds are probably gonna be going to Fairway a lot, uh, very often to go visit Lori, whether on vacations or weekends or holidays. So if that's the case, then, you know, maybe Lincoln will take all those opportunities to have Ronnie and come and hang, uh, hang out with him again, you know? I'm thinking of that in the future, but again, in terms of the episode, I know it wasn't tied to the plot, it should not have been there. But it's more the fact that we got Ronnykin again and getting my, see my babies again, just hanging out with each other and just, you know, developing their friendship and just spending time with each other and just loving spending time with each other. That's what I've wanted from the relationship. I love the ship teasing in Horoscope. I love the focus on relationship. I love the teasing of them being together and stuff. That's my thing. I adore it. I want them to be together. Please make them canon 2020 or future cases, but, but I just love them just being with each other, any sort of capacity, like, just any time they're together is a wonderful thing for me, so the fact that we got to see Ronnie Ann in the Loud House, making her, making her, like, appearance in the Loud House, not with the Casa Grandes, like, the whole Casa Grande arc was its own thing, her first appearance in the Casa, in the Loud House since season three, in season four, and she was hanging out with Lincoln and seeing them together in the Loud House was such a great surprise and the fact that we got because again we got we had horoscope like a couple months ago so it was pretty recent so we had that episode but i didn't think we were, we were going to get like roddy kin in the main show i never thought we were going to get roddy kin in the main show ever again like i never thought but then they, they were like yeah like they were like okay we got this episode of lenny and Lori. it's really important and great we love that but for the fans <laughs> We got you guys. We got you. We're going to give you some Ronnie Kin and it's going to be great. Like, I'm just sorry. Like, I know I should be talking about the importance of this episode with, like, you know, Lenny and Lori and them being together and just, like, how Lenny, you know, wants Lori to stay and Lori, you know, reassures her that she won't leave her and stuff. But the Ronnie Kin, man, that was the highlight. I just love seeing them together. They're so cute together. And I just hope this means... Again, they're teasing more stuff with these two in the future with season 5 and Casa Grande season 2. Or again, like, 
but season one of Casa Grandes, we're still not done yet. So hopefully Horoscope isn't the last time that Lincoln appears in the Casa Grandes, because Lori got two cameos. So I hope Lincoln gets a second cameo in the future of season one before it's over. But I'm saying, like, I feel like they're still teasing stuff with Ronikin. Again, just seeing them develop their relationship as best friends. That's what I want, man. I want it so bad. Like, you know, like, as much as I want them to become official Endgame, and I think we all know they're going to be officially Endgame, we want to see their relationship as best friends develop before they develop romantic feelings for each other. So that's what we want. That's what us Roddy Kids fans been wanting for four years, is just to see them together and, like, just hanging out as best friends before their relationship develops into more of that. So if we're getting more of that in the future... I'm up for it, man. I'm totally up for it. So, you know, I I know I should have, like, dubbed this this ending the Roddy Kid section of the episode, but, you know, I didn't think Roddy Kid was going to be in a loud house, let alone this episode. I didn't think this was going to be the return of Roddy and this was going to be the Roddy and cameo in the loud house. But again, this is, this is the episode. She has lines. She's hanging out with Lincoln. It's just wonderful. I love it. Like, this was the best episode of this bomb. Just the fact of, like, again, the Lori and Lenny plot with Lenny, you know, realizing that she shouldn't let Lori, you know, take away her scholarship and, you know, Lori and Lenny will always talk. And then the Roddy kid in the background, like, oh, it was just so top tier. Like, I can't wait to see if they do more of Roddy Kid in the future like this. Because this is what I want, man. I want this. I want them just hanging out and being best friends. That's what I want from the show. You know, like, again, like, again, as much as I want them to become canon and see all that teasy of them, like, being, you know, like, official and stuff, just show them being best friends and hanging out. That's really what I want from the show. And this is what I wanted. I've waited for this. And that's what I want from the show. So, again, if we're going to get more stuff like this with just Lincoln Ronnie and hanging out in the background just being best friends like this, I'll take it before we become before they become officially Endgame. So, thank you. Thank you, Loud House crew, for giving us Ronnie Kid again because I've missed them so much. I'm so glad we got to see them again. I just, I'm so, so glad. Like, I just, I missed them so much. Like, I, I just love those moments with them. They're, the, like, they're the highlight of that episode. I just adore it. So, thank you again, Loud House crew, for giving us Ronnie Kid again. And, and this episode, it was so fantastic. I loved it. Loved every minute of it. So, yeah. <laughs> You could probably tell my favorite episode was of this week. <laughs> so I apologize, that was the Roddy Kid rant of this week. But, you know, I had to get all my feelings out because I still can't get over those moments. So great. So, again, this bomb, I felt, was a very mixed bag. There was great episodes and not so great episodes. I think it was pretty mixed, but majority of them were pretty good. Like, there wasn't a bad episode of this bomb. So again, like I said, this Saturday, May 16th, we are getting two new episodes of The Loud House at 8.30, so don't miss them. So if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Exciting Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Casa Grande Chats. And we'll see you all next time on Casa Grande Chats.